Smash Africa. Keeping you company on five nights. 7 to 10 p.m. There's a, there's a feature film um, that went to represent South Africa in America. Or should I say in the globe? Because, you know, America is not the world. It went to represent South Africa to the world. And um, it went to Idlewild. And it won Best International Feature Film at the 2022 Idlewild Awards. And then guess what? It also got the Vanguard Award, International Festival of Cinema Best Director. And you know who I have in the building? I've got the lead, I've got the director, I've got the producer. So this is going to be one of those radio interviews about a film where we deep dive. Now, without blaming society for the mishaps that occur within families, the concept that it takes a village to raise a child is not far-fetched where the immediate family fails. Will society fill in? That's the big question. We'll find out how this is answered without ruining the plot. Now, what I love about this film, it speaks to the South African reality. And tonight on Five Nights, I'll be joined by the producer, Begging Ube, the lead, Phineas Finito Bullets. Yeah, you know him on Instagram. And of course, the director and executive producer, Tabo Kambule. Phineas, bro, first thing first, you started on this flick, this film, six years ago. Yeah. Can you please, can you please tell us how old you were six years ago? Oh, six years ago, I was 11 years old. Yeah, 11. 11 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and they still used you later yeah. to conclude the film. So I needed to set the tone because uh, I'm going to allow the director to... I read the, 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 the story, what the sto- where the story comes from. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak to Tabo to just let the listener in in terms of what the story is about. Tabo, just let the listener in on what the story is about around Majarin and the character that he plays. So basically, like at first view, the film is is about it's a, it's about a thug, you mm. know, like a thug. The way we look at them, like they're so stereotypical. Mm. We look at them and then we all conclude as a people, like from the distance, mm. you know. But on this film, particular film, like it's, it's it's more like a close up. Mm. It's like look closer. So it's basically about this kid from a dysfunctional home. Mm. Like we had a terrible childhood, and as a result, because of what he went through. And the story is partly inspired by a true story, but it's not based on a true story. Mm. So as a result of, because of how he was raised, it becomes like a nightmare to society. But on his path, even though like he's already like, you know, living that life, but he meets this beautiful, innocent love. little girl. Yes, love, love takes over. You get what I mean? Oh man. And this, it makes instantly like his life stops. The world changes. He becomes human again. He learns what it feels like to be loved and to love. You know, oh, and it's like I need to pull, put down the gun. But obviously, it's not easy to change yeah. because this is someone who was this person, like you know, from the beginning of time, in a way. Yeah. Because he's from a tough background, his heart is hardened, and all of those things. And then she softens him up. And love does yes, that. Yes, you know, like in an amazing way. And they fall in love, and the love story, like it's so romantic, organic, real, and it has that ghetto love thing. There's something Man, we love, beautiful we, about that love story. We we love ghetto love stories. Yeah. Okay. Now, Beggy, let me just cross to you, as a producer. You hear a story like that from a director. You need to go and now pitch and sell the story 
to investors because you need money to make the story come alive. But the first thing that you're going to get is like, ah, this is another Tzotzi story. Mm. How did you make sure that that was not like a barrier to entry or it did not stop you from actually getting this story off the ground? And now you've won two awards internationally. Walk me through the journey and the process of selling this story to the people who were involved behind the scenes. Yo, Smash, you know, uh, when I started in this film, I was not a producer. Mm. I started underground. I was a camera assist, all that. Mm. But times went, you know, where we... we When we started this film, it was supposed to be like a documentary drama. Mm-hmm. We pitched somewhere. Mm-hmm. We didn't make it. Mm-hmm. We said, what are we going to do with this film? Mm. We're not going to make it sit. We need to do something. And then we converted to a feature film. Mm. You know, and yeah, I was the inner genie of Tabo Kambule, you know, when he, he spoke about this film, mm. I was always there to listen to him and like, but I relate to the story, you know, mm. I'm from the ghetto, man, mm. I'm from the hood, I mm. understand what you're talking about, you know, mm. so I felt in love with this story mm. and then I never sat back, I said, you know what, I'll do anything for this story to come out, Oh man, you know what, anything. Anything, even if giving up something, yeah. I'll give it up, you yeah. know? But yeah, then they gave me the getaway. They said, hey, take everything, go do what you want to do. I went in and I was like, hey, guys, I have this feeling. I believe, in, I believe in it so much, you know? I believe it can make. I believe South Africa will love this because if I love it, I'm from the ghetto. Mm-hmm. People from the ghetto will love it. It's a beautiful love story. It's a beautiful ghetto love story. And then, yeah, I think that's the journey, man. I make it until... To being the producer of it. Please allow me, Mr. Director, to speak to the character first and foremost. Because the character carries the story so beautiful that my first question, when he walked into the studio, I asked him, how did you prepare for this? I don't think you, you just wake up one morning and you rock up. And you know what he said to me? Bruh, I didn't prepare. It's my real life. You just got to walk me through how you got to portray such an amazing character character and pull it off you even got multiple nominations not only did you get nominated as a child but you got nominated as an adult yeah so how did you do it we are the angel dog you are to be honest this man she i didn't prepare for anything give me it was more like Living what I've lived, uh, I've lived before. Cause the cars we are getting, so so me and the family, I mean, we were always taken taken as if we were foreigners. So we never had a voice. Oh no! Cars, mm. so. Mm. so when Tabo Kambule gave me that character to be a thug, I felt like giving out, giving giving it my all. Yeah, all. And you did. Yeah, bro. I did. I went all out. Yonkindo Beng is a strategy. I was doing it there. So, so now for, 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 for a person listening to us and saying, and I'm going to bring you in Tabo, like he, he lived the life. He's playing a character. A lot of triggers are going to happen as a director. How do you bring him back? Like, Hey bruh, this is no longer your life anymore. How did you do it? And, 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 and talking to Finito and Finito, you also got to, after he tells me how he directed you, cause I, I can believe that you were blown away. I was blown away, man. Uh, like, firstly, like, I did an audition. There was this uh, young uh, kid actor who I directed before in a drama I did for SAPC, who I wanted to be the lead. Mm. And then I also auditioned for it. I was blown away. 
like in terms of the words that were coming out of his mouth, you know, mm. it was so hot in a way that I cannot explain. And that time he's 11, but the way he's dropping those lines, Yo. it was goosebumps. Bruh. So for me, directing him is, it was about scenarios. I was like, Finito Antoana, this is what's happening. I would give him scenarios because in the movie, the movie didn't have a script. There was no script. This entire feature film, it was just scenarios. Going on set, he will know on set, this is what's happening and I will remind him. I was like, okay, this is where we are and this is what has happened to you before this scene. And like, he will run, he will run with it. But he's a great improviser. Finito, <laughs> I'm scared now because the character literally made me scared. You know, from a young age, this little boy, not even a teenager yet, yeah. is seeing this. He's rejected. I mean, the world is your enemy, bro. How do you not believe that in real life when you lived it, now you are acting it, and you are where you are? Um, give me, um, Ngashuguti living is the pillar of all strength. It was just you know what? I'm not doing wrong. Because believe me not. It's not like Mangiting Ectelia move and I was doing everything Lela but it's I was doing Ubukebe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's all. But give me it was this thing, which you know what? Okay, I'm learning from that. Because there are so many options other than that. Doing that, it's all. So you know what? Yeah. <laughs> kept me going. Man, that's some yeah, buffet. You know, to think that you guys went through financial troubles in terms of funding and you guys saw it through. I don't know what what kept you guys going and believing in this. Uh, let me let me start with you, Biggie. And then I'm going to take you, I'm going to take it back to you, Tabune, because like talent, on the other hand, wants to eat, bro. They got to they got to make a check. And in terms of playing roles, other roles come through opportunities. How do you keep them? performing at the 100 with the same energy how did you guys journey through that uh smash because of we shot the, the first pilot mm. that kept us going we saw what we have done in the first pilot that there's a future here we can do it we're not gonna give up because of we were once hurt when we were rejected yeah. on that pilot felt like we wasted so much money and everybody lost. It was all our loss. Yeah. Nobody was going to gain because if it was a pilot, there's no money. Let's shoot it. We believe in it. But now there's no money. It was like, oh, no, it can't be. But it was not only about money. Yeah. It was about telling stories that matters most to us as, as black kids, you know? Mm. So, yeah, I think that's that. Oh, man. It's so emotional. Biggie just got me emotional, man. <laughs> 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 It's like he's about to cry, man. Yeah, man. It's it's what it is, dog. And that's that's now we. I I wanna I wanna like uh, segue the importance of supporting South African content. Why is it important that we buy movie tickets to go and see a film, Yamohai, Yamomzansi? Why is it important that we do not bootleg these things? You know, because of stories like this. 
they are, they are heard on the radio and you know how tough it is it's not about the money now you Tabo you've got great experience bro you've directed many a shows what what has kept you believing in this industry that is supposedly not supported not even supposedly in fact it's never supported whether from the top by the government mainstream media thankfully the social media now it can push but like what drives you to keep on doing this uh, like for me like the reason why i became a filmmaker uh, is because just like the music of tupac shakur or the movie Shawshank Redemption. I wanted to do or tell stories that are coming from my heart. Mm. Stories that are part of the reconstruction of a human spirit. Mm. You get what I mean? That's why I became a filmmaker. The same impact that Tupac's music had on me. Because for me, it was like healing. It was like a rehabilitation of my spirit. I wanted to create art that will do the same thing. So for me, there's no greater motivation than that. Oh, it's man. more than money, more than anything. I wanted to make a difference in my community. Leave it better than you found it. Exactly. Hence why a story like this is not just a celebration of dark life, someone walking around with a gun. There's a story into it. I'm saying look closer. Then, you know, it might not, but it might not be what you think you're seeing. There's, there's a human being behind that person. There's a real story. But not like maybe trying to justify people's actions. Mm. It was just saying look closer yeah. because you might be surprised. Because we're all humans at the end of the yeah. day. We all got a heartbeat. Exactly. Finito, dog. What you gotta say? What you gotta say to someone who's like feeling like the world is against them? There is no hope. Um, in fact, there's nothing left for them out there. Yeah, Funny how in this universe, if you don't have anything fit to live for, you're not fit to live. It's all. So whatever it is, la poems, It's either your craft, mara. If you have Anything, anything that makes you wake up like each and every day, wanna go do it, wanna go hustle, whatever it is. If it doesn't involve crime inside, that's your hope, Mtanagiti. You don't need anything other than that. That's your hope. And prayer. I'm here today, Nkhilino Smash. This guy used to listen to good radio. I listen to this guy, Izolo. But I'm sitting here with him today. Prayer is the key when don't have a Yeah. Biggie, West Ryan, stand up. Oh, blow, and now you are running for me. I gotta. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 as a producer, you telling us to come see this, you've touched on the importance of the story, what it meant to you, what the story is about. But now it's not out yet. You will reveal the details. If you have some, please um, share with us in terms of why it's important for us to go and see Majarin? Uh, for now, what's important is that, you know, you will learn. For me, the, the character Agama Peshin, uh, as, 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 a, as a person, it taught me, Guti, you know what, when you have a kid, because of, you just, you just had a kid, mm. take care of that kid, mm. because of, you, you, t you, you, take, you took the action. Be responsible for that action. Be a father. Be, be, be a motivational to your own kid. Oh, man. That's what I can say. Tabo, South Africa has a problem. We are a fatherless nation. Most kids in the hood. In fact, it's no longer in the hood. It's everywhere. Mm -hmm. They don't have father figures, present dads, 
because you know a dad is someone who's there <laughs> telling a story like this speaks to something for you mm. what are you saying in terms of seeing the future and i'm a i'm a new dad bro like i just had a baby nine months ago she's nine months now <laughs> you know and and and, and i was telling uh, uh biggie and finito like my priority is my baby all the time but it seems like a lot of dudes out there a lot of men are not taking that responsibility how do we change that is it is is there a way for us to change that I, I think there's always a way for me like it's even bigger than than cinema or movies or music i think it starts with individuals mm. you know like who peggy as well as just had a baby now i think his baby is Three, four weeks. One month. One month old. Oh, congratulations, you, you, bro! You get yeah. what I mean. He was so excited. <laughs> he making a, a decision that I, as Upeg, this is what I'm going to do to make sure that my child understands the importance of having like a father figure, feels loved, and everything. It's so easy. The child is also gonna do the same thing because he's seen that love from the father. But if you are a child, in most cases, from a broken home, it's harder for you to to change the narrative mm. but if it starts with Upegi, then Upegi can challenge his friend if his friend is also like an absent father i think it starts with us as individuals you know it's each one teach one you know i love that. that's how we can grow and change things and then obviously art and everything will help after that but with one person we, it doesn't have to start as a whole million people it starts with individuals to to make that change Biggie, it looks like you are itching to say something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Udi fed it. Udi fed it. Yeah. Guys, when is it? When is it coming out? When can the? Because uh, like you know, I I I'm so privileged. I'm so privileged to have number one, seen the film. Number two, had a brief conversation with you guys about it. What do you guys know? Uh, what does? Uh, when can we expect it? Like, how can South Africa get to see this magic, bro? Okay, uh, so currently we just signed a deal with Indigenous Films, uh-huh. which is a distribution company, one of the biggest in the country. Uh, so they're excited about the film, and they obviously approaching different, like you know, avenues, uh-huh. like cinemas. You also have people like Netflix, Showmax, and all of those people. Please, so they're man. still on a negotiation stage, and then in the end they'll make a decision uh, in terms of which still works better for the movie and for them. Yo, but the great thing is having them approaching us, saying, guys, we know your film has been doing well in film festivals. This is who we are. Can we see the film? They saw the film and then they were blown away. Then they sent us a contract. We just signed a contract a few days ago. Hi, money. So something that's going to happen sometime <laughs> this year. Oh, man. Yeah. I was even going to say, like, if, this, if, this, if these guys don't put it on... <laughs> we are going to play the movie on radio. <laughs> we are definitely... If if I have to, to, to sacrifice my paycheck, I'm definitely doing that. <laughs> Gents, thank you so much. What a beautiful body of work. What an amazing story. It's beautifully told. It looks amazing. Finito. My G. Ah, dog, you killed it, bro. Yeah, well, no time. And this is to the whole cast everybody who was involved behind the scenes hands on deck it's been a tough six years yo you know but this thing has paid off that's why you go to medical school for a good seven years this thing is going to be a success like i i foresee it bro thank you so much for your time i really appreciate you guys thank you smash thank you so much smash yeah yeah i appreciate as well guys 
You need to see this. You need to see this. I'm just glad I had this conversation on air, man. Five nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa.